when's the last time you've seen Joe versus the Volcano with Tom Hanks? Uh, like junior high school. Okay. In Joe versus Volcano, there's there's a bunch of sync things. But the whole premise of it is that he's he's going to this island to be sacrificed because there's a belief of the of the tr- people that live on the island that if they don't do this every hundred years, the island the the big the volcano on the island will explode. And and there's a point where he's talking to the the main uh, chief shaman guy, and uh, the shaman basically you know tells him like. No one on this island wants to sacrifice themselves for the for the people of the island and for the island, you know. He was like, so we need this outsider to come and do the and do the job. Now he gets married right before he jumps in, and him and um the girl who's um Meg Ryan, they get shot out of the of the volcano and land in the water and his his suitcases pop up and then they're on the suitcases again. And, but there's, there's repeated things throughout that movie with the sun and the moon where there's the giant moon. And he's like, I didn't know it could be so big, you know? And so you have um, very much like a Chesed and Gavora in the, in the, um, not necessarily the golden dawn sense, but in the Masonic sense where you have the sun and the, and the moon, the two pillars, you know? Um, but anyway, uh, there's a few things that are said in there. One of them is that the guy gives a gives a amount of time, and I think it's fuck. Is it? I'd have to watch it again. But he he says uh, something to the effect of uh, nine years uh, uh, or not nine months, uh, eleven eleven. Uh, weeks and 11 hours or 11 days and 11, but point is as he goes he goes nine one one and oh fuck i need to watch it i'm gonna actually look it up here see if i can get it in my hard drive <laughs> okay but he makes a nine eleven reference he makes a direct nine eleven reference and there's lightning bolts through the whole thing so you see a lightning bolt is the symbol for the uh, the factory that he works at and then when the lightning strikes the boat and the boats before the boat sinks uh it's in the exact same formation as the lightning from his from his job and then uh what was the third uh i think when the when the island itself actually goes down, there's another shot of that lightning. But it keeps doing lightning, night lightning throughout. And the whole premise of the whole movie is straight up the Golden Bow ritual. But the thing is, is that it spits him out. It spits out the outsider who's challenging it. And that is, I think, the point of kind of what's happening. And that, that was also the point of um, Guava Island. It's this idea that when, you, when, you're, when you're doing the sacrifice in the wrong direction that eventually the the actual natural expression that wants to take place ends up happening anyway because the ritual's done improperly and so basically like all the magic that we've been doing and even like our whole um our our whole relationship to money and everything that the way that we've been relating as a talisman you know and everything that we've been relating to is actually ultimately really fragile and like yeah. it's, it's oh, yeah. just a shell of a thing. And I mean that that's where I was landing with the the Trump sickness is you know, I totally see why it would be used uh as manipulation from the Trump campaign to say like we, we all got it and we're fine, it's no big deal, right? right. Um but 
my first reaction to it is precisely what you just said. The idea of like, I've been watching as this ritual has been manipulated and manipulated and manipulated to do everything. Uh, you know, okay, it's like taking down the taking down the Confederate statues and say, okay, you're protesting police brutality. We'll take down the Confederate statues. It's like no, that's a purely symbolic maneuver, right? Mm-hmm. And it hasn't addressed the anger of the people, so the people are still fucking angry. Well, in the same respect, when you keep doing this golden bow ritual, Trump keeps doing it. I mean, it's like with Obama, we had like this like one moment. It was like this grand fucking display, right? And they do the, this this whole ritual very explicitly, very grand. But with Trump, it's like this like small, repeated, constant looping of iterations of the ritual. But they're sure. all just like off. And it's almost as if the the rejection of it like doing everything in their power to 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 throw the symbolism at it and say like look well we've done it we've solved the problem look we you know again it's like we took the confederate statues down but i can't figure out why people are still mad it's that sort of thing and i'm like i as i keep watching that cycle spin and spin and spin and spin i'm like there has to be a point at which the if there's anything to this at all from a magical perspective, mm-hmm. which I think not from like a religious belief standpoint, do I feel like there must be, but almost like um, c- cultural archetypal, even like academic, like the reason the golden bow, you know, it's like we can, we can now make Star Wars and the Matrix films based on Joseph Campbell's monomyth, right? We could say, hey, oh, oh, right, we've, we've got this formula we're working on. It's like, no, no, no. But the formula was discovered because it was already innate. Thank you. Yeah, right? it's like geometry. It's well, like precisely, if, you, if, yeah. if you look at the freaking uh, hexagram and you're right. like, somebody's relating to it like it's a Jewish symbol. It's like, no, this is a this is a vector metric that exists in the Precisely. natural world. So what, what, you know, the, the golden bow originally is doing is not saying, Hey, I think this is how we should do the ritual. It's like, Oh, did you notice how these people do this? These people do this. These people do this. Hey, this is all the same. There seems to be a basic intrinsic value or, or, or observation throughout history that this is the way this energetic cycles yes my my understanding of it is is that when we weren't left brain dominant we actually had access through ourselves we were more in touch with the way that nature expressed its cycles and expressed itself and so we had we came up with systems that were we didn't come up with it in the same way that we relate to formulating something now like it was like it that formulation like emerged out of something that was a formulation that was inherent in the organism itself, if that makes sense. So it's like we, you know, we 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 replicate that, but the original conception, just like language itself, like the earliest alphabets, the way that those came into being was through a kind of a kind of scene. Like we literally saw what was happening in nature through ourselves, through insight. And then that's that's why the first bursts of creativity and and evolutionary leaps 
like are are so in unison with what we see in nature like we just were because we came out of nature and we are nature and we never actually left nature and so that's what i find fascinating about us looking at like uh, a virus and trying to control and understand the thing is because the very thing that we're trying to control and understand, even if it's made in a lab, is still this this movement, this organic, net, like futile thing. Like there, there's there is like even if you develop vaccines and you're doing the thing, it's it's still existing. You don't make it ever go away. Like, I think there's only been, what, one or two viruses in the history of viruses that we know that have actually gone away. And even those, we don't necessarily know that they're completely gone. Smallpox would be one of those. Uh, so it's like this idea that we're like, okay, well, we un until this thing goes away, can we, like, it's like Jaws. Until we kill this shark, can we go back and play on the beach? Right. You know, like, it's just this, this, it's Castro's reaction to Jaws is like this representation of America basically living this consumer lifestyle and being like, well, may, when we just take care of this one thing, then everything will be all, will be okay again. And we're, we're very um, susceptible to being manipulated through that. That's communism. That's, you know, so many things, but like what we saw with McCarthyism, like McCarthyism was a witch hunt when the, the witch hunt wasn't just the witch hunt. Like as we relate to it, it's a, it's a reoccurring phenomenon that exists it, when human beings get really neurotic, where we, we start pointing fingers and it has to do with shadow projection. Absolutely. Know? Yeah. And, and for, it's very clever in a way for, you know, it takes a wise man to play the part of a fool, but for Trump to keep repeating witch hunt, because that is what we're seeing, but to, to make it to be to witch hunt to, to be defined just the, the way that he's saying it's like, no, we've, we've found so many people in the administration uh, being accountable for needing to be accountable for corruption. It's just like how many people fucking lost their jobs. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not only lost their jobs, but many of them went to jail, you know, went to prison. And so it's like, you know, th it obviously wasn't too much of a witch hunt when these people are fucking criminals. And, uh, and just because they're, you know, and you keep having to repeat this to certain people that, yeah, okay, just because these people are criminals doesn't mean that there's not other criminals on all sides or even, you know, I wish I didn't even have to keep qualifying that. Like at a certain point, you're like, how many times do every time I have to, I say something about about these people, I have to say something about these people to balance it out so that I don't, you know, offend the, the you know, whoever it is that I'm communicating with? Like, it's absurd. Like, I don't have to do that with you, but I know that we're recording, you know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I just want to point out, I, I was, there was something you said just at the beginning of this that I wanted to look up i didn't realize that while we're talking the vice presidential debate is happening yes, that's tonight yeah it's literally tonight and what i keep seeing uh there's a fly on pence's head it's just like how long is this video 30 Dude, seconds you're tripping, you're tripping me out because i wasn't thinking long ago uh i mean it, it was just Minutes ago, I was thinking of Lord of the Flies for a minute when oh, I brought yeah, up yeah. Yeah, yeah. the volcano. And Lord of the Flies gets its name from Beelzebub. Correct. Correct. Yes. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So just to say, that's uh, where we our our twisted minds think the same on that because that's that's where I was like we when we were talking. Uh, and I was talking about Golden Bow is the sort of cycles and all this stuff. I was thinking in some of these terms, and um, so I'm just like, holy shit! This is literally the whole time this dude's talking. There is a fucking fly. It's like all these pictures of, and here's a 30 second video I'm watching. Someone just zoomed in, and this fly is just chilling on his head. Um, what's one? What's one of the most famous quotes from Lord of the Flies? You remember Piggy? Yeah. And you know the the pig head on the stick, mm-hmm. and when they and it's the it, the the pig head on the stick is to keep away the beast. That's right, yeah. And one of the most famous lines in Lord of the Flies, from what I understand, is uh, maybe there is a beast, maybe it's only us. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I, I take that to uh, tie sorry, into just, the just title to, when you mentioned. Like um, the biblical perspective of uh, like foreigners and nomads and all that sort of stuff is that, uh, oh my gosh, wow, uh, sorry, <laughs> while um, Set, so in the uh, Isis Osiris mythology, Set is often depicted as having a pig head and he is um, god of foreigners because uh, he's he represents this sort of outside force, right? Um, so he's literally like the god of foreigners, the pig, all this sort of stuff. And like literally, while we're talking, I, I'm going to send you this picture. This is insanity. Uh, I won't. I'm not even going to tell you what. I'm gonna, I just want to show you this picture that like I stopped me in my tracks as I'm trying to fucking talk to you. Oh no way. She's skewering the pig with Pence's head on it. You just have, came upon this meme, is that? Yeah, I guess it's like I, like <laughs> we were talking. I'm just like, oh, what? I'm, I'm like choking on my words because I'm like, holy shit, this is a picture. I'm literally just scrolled to a picture of a pig with Trump with Pence's head on a pig. Wow, being roasted. Yeah. Wow. It says, Roast these wires. Pence can't answer a single question. Blah blah blah. So it's like you know, like a, oh yeah, we you know whatever. He's being roasted, but it's just like it's fucking weird. It's just so. You know, you know what's funny? There's a there's a uh, thing going around online right now of uh, this stack of books, and it says these are the top ten most banned books. Uh, I saw right, that. Uh huh. Right uh huh. So you know that it's bullshit. Yeah, totally. It's yeah. total bullshit. So, yes, those books were debated, banned. Uh, uh, there was a lot of controversy around them quite a while ago at different times. Right now, none of those books appear on the top 10 banned books. The top 10 banned books right now are all LGBTQ books, all of them, except for Harry Potter. Harry Potter is included. Uh, but that's because of uh, sorcery and actual magic. So the only exception is one because of sorcery and, and magic as their explanation for banning it. Correct. So I, and yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, what did you send? What did you, what, okay, what am I looking at? Pence knew that bug. Oh, okay. The fly on his head. Robots don't f- feel bugs on their heads. Okay. Weird. I, I just wanted you to see that. Yeah. We're talking yeah, that he doesn't swat it. It's funny that he doesn't swat it. Because if I felt a fl- I usually, you know, when a fly comes near me, I'm like, oh, get off me. Wouldn't that tickle? <laughs> well, it's well, there for quite a while. Pipe, 
lot of hair. Just to be fair, he probably has like a ton of hairspray. Right, right. That is fair. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Yeah, he doesn't. Is somebody going to signal to him in front of him? Hey, you gotta, you gotta fly right there. Um, but yeah, what I always thought was interesting with Lord of the Flies that he's piggy, and they put the pig head there, and that idea that it's only us, and like. Or not that it is only us, but that maybe there is a beast. And it's like this idea that we're living through the book of Revelation right now. Yeah, and mark, that, the mark you know, of the beast on his forehead. Right. Oh, sure. But, uh, yeah, that it's like we're, we're, when it comes to who's, who's doing the sacrifice, if we're willingly going along with something, then we, we ourselves are the ones doing the sacrifice. It's like um, there's the Abba song, the songs that soldiers sing. We're saying this soldiers sing the songs that soldiers sing that you and I don't sing. But when the bugler starts to play, you know, we're along for the ride, so to speak. So it's like, even if you, you can, you can say all you want to that you're anti-war, you're anti-whatever you're anti, but in your, you know, being one with the society, you are attached to the to the actions like like car- I, I just posted something about this today from Srina Sagardata where he's talking about how how karma is collective and that's also a, a Jewish idea like this this they don't have like isolated sin like the idea of saving your soul doesn't exist in in Judaism that is a, a Christian thing in Judaism it's like they they you know at least in in Jewish mysticisms and the the even in the, in the Bible it's this idea that people's sin affects one another like we're we're affected but we're we're um we experience the repercussions of other people's sins uh, just as we experience our our own uh re- repercussions for what it is that we do and so it's all we're this, all on this everyone likes to say we're all in this together but they don't mean it but the truth is that's we're it. all in this Thank together exactly. and when the, when the boat Ex- fucking sinks i'm fucking sinking right next to you right thank you that's exactly what i'm i'm getting at because it's like this idea of like yeah we're in this together i mean trump just tweeted it the other day so we're all saying we're in this together and one person's together isn't another person's together but you know what it ends up being that because we're really one organism and that's the fucking scary thing staring us in the face and it's it's the thing that came up for me right when this pandemic started or at least people were were focused on it was this idea of like unity and I was just like, wow, we're and my 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 naivety possibly, but at least my my first reactions to he- hearing about all this, I was like, well, maybe finally now people will start to see how we're literally one, and it's not just a concept. Yeah, I I I also realized how naive I, I was, but I mean, you and I had this conversation last time we spoke, but I was like, I I literally thought I'm like, okay. Here's, you know, like for example, here's Bernie Sanders talking about healthcare, and everyone's like, "Oh, I don't know. Do we need healthcare? I don't know." And it's like, right, well, right. Here like, comes a fucking pandemic. Discourse. Maybe, maybe now it's like I was like, "Oh shit, this is gonna be the moment where everyone's like, oh, wow, I guess this dude was right.'" And instead, right. it was like, "Fuck everyone, <laughs> you know, ev- everyone, grab your roll of toilet paper and throw everyone else off the fucking cliff where we don't care about anyone else." Um, and it was like instead of being the unifying moment, it was the like, um, you know, close the shutters and you know, right? I mean, that a twilight zone. Too, it's it's not a conceptual unity. It's a recognition that if a virus can af- affect everyone equally, that it will put us in our place for how equal we really are, 
or at least how there's no point where one person ends and another person begins. And that's that's really repulsive to some people because there's people that they hate that they don't want to be unified with. But you know what? We're all like one. We're all sets of eyes attached to this one great big fucking thing. And like when just like in your own body, when a virus moves through it and does its purgative thing, like for me, it's weird because like I'm like, you know, every time in my life that I've ever gotten the flu or even even not as much a cold a cold is usually just an annoyance but every but even on a, with the cold level I'm like well when I get to the other side of a cold I feel boosted and like I know I'm hearing what I'm hearing <coughs> I smoke a lot of cigarettes you know but, you know but I, I I hear people's argument you know that they're like well you uh it does a lot of damage to the body you know virus comes through it does a lot of damage and I, I i get that but i gotta say that every time i've had the flu in my life when i've gotten the other side of it i feel rejuvenated and i think to myself jesus christ maybe if i if i did more cleanses and i ate raw food more and you know like i i did, I did eight years vegetarian four of those years were raw food two of those years were vegan you know but i, I always had a point when i when i was experiencing that, that I never wanted it to be my identity. Like I didn't like because when he goes, I'm a vegetarian. It's like if I ever said those words, it was only to qualify that uh, that I am not eating meat, not that I'm making an identity out of being a vegetarian. Because the appeal of m moral m moralness attached to it was never my rationale. And actually, I'm I'm not. Uh, that doesn't. I don't feel good about that side of it, and I don't need that as a motivation. Like, I think that there's really nothing more motivating than identity. So if you identify as something, there's and, th and that's where a lot of fanaticism comes from in all arenas, whether we're talking about um, religious or political or whatever, like people get that uh, that boost from the identity side of it. You know, um, that that's the extra thing other than the actual realizations, you know, that I was speaking about earlier, like somebody will have a genuine uh, realization or whatever, and then they'll attach it to whatever symbol they're attaching it to. And then that symbol is, is incorporated by the organization to direct it how it will by people who are basically being, I mean, people get manipulated by, by, uh, you know, people that know how to, how to direct them through the, the paradox of them feeling liberated, you know, it's like you feel liberated, but then you're also contributing to something that doesn't necessarily have the best intentions to it. Well, what was what was the Trump is my king T-shirt came from Liberty Hangout? Sure. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, right. Is my uh, king is a liberty. Jesus, what the fuck is that? Yeah. You know, yeah. George Washington didn't want to be president. He wanted to be king. And it was a compromise for him to be president because they're like, oh, because he didn't come up with the idea of president. You know, they, they handed that to him and he was like, oh, so. You know, but at the same time, he's like, well, you know, we're trying to get away from England and we're doing I'm trying. We are getting away from England and we're doing this thing, setting up the colonies and whatever. And you're like, OK, you know, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll go with the program. But at the same time, there from the very beginning, there was a resistance to that, that there was this desire in presidents to be king. You know, you want to be like Mel Brooks, you know, hey, it's good to be king. You know, I get that, you know, but at the same time, there's a reason why we tried to move away from that. At least the people's intention, you know. Uh, meanwhile, we've always bowed before. The, we've basically been like a colony for uh, for England from, you know, that never really completely stopped, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, I would agree with that. What did you What did you share here? You shared a couple of things. Obama's animal attraction snakes. So uh, I gave. Oh, it's, okay. It was a blog post I did back in 2010, and I, then I've showed a screenshot from it. Um, is Obama's the two different instances? One where Obama's giving a speech with a fly on his whip. I remember when that happened. Yeah, and then there's another. Um, Another one where I think he swats a fly, like, I think he kills the fly, like, the fly, like, goes near him, and he, like, swats it, and he, like, kills it, and they zoom, let's actually watch this video, I feel like you were saying, oh, you, you know, you sort of, you can tell when you see something, Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, oh, yeah, (laughs) okay, do you, are you seeing this video? Sure, sure. (laughs) <laughs> where Obama swat like he kills the fly and then tells him to zoom in on the fly to prove that he killed it. Yeah. Yeah. He he killed the fly. Dude, but, that's like that's weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's symbolically weird. It's symbolically weird. This whole thing is symbolically fucking weird. And it's just hanging out on his head. And Obama swatted and killed it. It's got that's some interesting symbolism. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but you know that. But so like, it's literally that video says "President of the Flies." Oh, on YouTube, the way that they put they labeled it, the YouTube video. Yeah, like that video. If you're watching the video in that uh, blog post, yeah, look at the very the very first like second or two. Okay. Um. President, Pre- of President of the Flies, June sixteenth, two thousand nine. Anyway, yeah. Why so, is why is Beelzebub Lord of the Flies? So it's a it's a slur. It's like so it's it's Baal, right? Baal Zebub. So it's literally um, saying Baal, B A apostrophe A L, literally just means Lord. Right. Okay. And then it's like if you Zebub is. Yeah, it means of actually like it means like um of flies or of feces. So it's literally like if you said Jesus is my war, and I was like Jesus of shit, <laughs> and it, like that's literally what Beelzebub means. It's a pile of shit has a thousand eyes. What's that? A p- pile of shit has a thousand eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's what uh fucking um what's his name uh, uh, Corey Feldman says in um. Stand by me when they call him four eyes. Says, oh, well, pile of shit out has a thousand eyes, which is funny because the reason why he says that is because of all the flies on the shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's what, I, you know, when I see the Pence thing, that was my, where my mind went. But, um, but just to say, like, that's the etymology of Baalzebub. Well, we, we pronounce it Baalzebub, but it's Baalzebub. Right. It's wo- so Lord, but Lord being Baal. Yeah. So, um, I was ignorant at one point. I thought it was similar to Eliphas Levy doing Baphomet, but for Gurdjieff. And I didn't realize yeah. that Beelzebub is actually an ancient. Um, who is who? Where is it? Can, can, is it Canaanites? What is that? Mm. What's that? Excuse well, me. Well, they were worshippers of Baal. Right. Mm. I'm just trying to process right now. Um, let's let's look it up because what I'm curious about. Is I know that um, 
You remember that letter that's the double K, the mirrored K? It's acrylic letter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's Zay. Uh, I see where you're going with that. You know, um, but I want to look up Bub. Is that a Zay in the center of it? Because yeah. this is one of the first letters that children learning um, learning acrylic languages learn because it literally means uh, beetle. Okay. And it's because it's actually how you you oh it's you like spell, the wings of a butterfly or, or, because yeah. the sound of the letter is like what a beetle sounds like, and so yeah they just have it Hebrew, um, which would be a Zion in the center of it, which I think we've discussed before that like Zion like Zionism isn't spelled with the equivalent of what would sound like a Z in Hebrew, which I, it's actually Zionism because it's Saudi. Lord of the Flyers makes me is they say Lord of the Fl- Flyers or Lord of the Flies. Uh, okay, interesting. Yeah, I'm on the uh, etymology uh, dictionary. Uh, old English. Yeah, okay, I was right. Ball. So Z apostrophe B U B. Z But yeah, so this is and it's the romanization of it let's see um said to have been worshipped as having the power to drive away troublesome flies um <laughs> um okay it's 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 from it's from semitic languages so it's not um, yeah i that's what i'm finding yeah yeah interesting i just have the thought yeah so um so what are the three Phoenician. gods in, in, in Freemasonry that they attach the three fingers to in the lion's paw handshake that they they um, they pronounce three different gods together and Baal is one of them? Oh, oh. Um, so specifically a 33rd degree thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, God. Because there's all my heart, all my mind, and all my strength, the three yeah, fingers hold on, hold on, lion's hold paw. On. Um... It's L, uh, so there's L, just like, what are we, just E-L. Like Elohim. Uh-huh. Um, Baal, and what is it? It's, um, yeah, there's the third one. There's the third one. Oh, shit. Um, ja, ja, Jabulon. Jabulon. That sounds about right. Yeah. So it's Yahweh. J-A-H-B-B. Mm-hmm. U L or B A A L? I think I'm 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 I might be thinking something else because I think that there's an Egyptian one in there. I thought that was uh, I thought that was the, maybe that's the on maybe oh, I was thinking L. Um, here we go. Yeah, job one. Boom! It's got its own Wikipedia page. Really? Yeah. That's weird times. I'm amazing that I remembered that. Jesus Christ. Uh, 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 so this uh, is Royal Arch. Yeah, I think. Okay, what do we do? We see the three. Um, I'm trying to find it. I just uh, I sent you the sent you the Wikipedia page. Ja Yahweh Baal and On. Uh, thought in older times to be the name of Osiris. Um, yeah. Okay, this is it. Now, but now known by Egyptologists to be the Hebrew form of the ancient Egyptian name of the city of Heliopolis. Yeah, I knew on was in reference to the sun. Okay, so 
Oh, well, it's like Ain. It's like Ain Self. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. All, all of Vav uh, Noon. Um, okay. Interesting. Oh, yeah, okay. So here, on a name in Genesis in the Bible, um, Priest of On, thought in, in older times to be a name of Osiris. But now known of Egyptianologists to be the ancient Egyptian city of Heliopolis. When you, I was what really, you just fucking read to me, yeah, yeah. When I was really into the like conspiracy slash like like cover, like the, like digging into the this shit in particular, like um, the Masonic stuff, the the like sort of secret society, the like um, these interesting like etymologies of these names. I lived in in New York, right by the Boulevard Watch Company. Um, like they're like their I don't know, their old headquarters. And do you know like can you picture the um, the logo just does that mean anything to you, Boulevard? Uh it's B U L O V A. Um it's this like watch company. And it's Bull B U L just like Job Bullon. So it's J-A-H-B-U-L-O-N is Jabulon, right? And then there's this company called Bulova, B-U-L-O-V-A, which what is that literally like the Ova of Baal, right? <laughs> I'm just, I'm tripping out on something. Are we looking at, how do these land on the pathways of the tree? This is going to be a homework assignment for me after this conversation. Because if you were to start it with the yud hey, making it because you know you you look at tetragrammaton the way that it relates to the tree. I'm curious. Mm. I don't oh, know if you were if you were to take this name and put it on the tree the way you do. Right, because these are all different letters, so mm-hmm. there's no fifteen letters, and so I'd be interested to see what these pathways are. Mm. I don't know. It just could be an interesting thing to look at. Because um, it's funny, because we say jaw, but there's no J. So it's, it's, it's yaw. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's, it's jaw in the Rastafarian. You know, in fucking, I can't believe that. Like, in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, when he's, when he's standing at the edge of those letters that he has to jump across, uh-huh, uh-huh. and he doesn't know which ones to go, and he's like, he's like, oh, but. Jehovah is spelled with a with a Y. Doesn't he say that? Or an I, yeah. And so he has to remember that because if he steps on the J, he could fall to his death or whatever. Mm-hmm. I never understood that scene because I'm like, wouldn't you just kind of like tiptoe with one foot, keep one foot on one and see what happens with you? Do you have to put the whole of your strength? Could you, maybe if you right, find right. one that's the right, you know what I mean? Like the right one? <laughs> okay, whatever. Anyway, I'm not going to nitpick that movie. There's more that I can nitpick than that. But uh, <clears throat> anyway. I don't. What on on is strength? Ain't ain't shouldn't be strength. What is? I mean, I, I can pull out my dictionary. Would be the best way to do this, but and, um, sexual potency. It says here, wiktionary. We're looking at on plural, because you know. That, so it's a it's a synonym for um. <gasps> whoa. I'm just, I'm realizing something. Yeah. Yeah. You know how strength is the arcana of Tet connecting Chesed and Gavora, right? I just need a yeah from you. Maybe you're unmuted. 
Oh, fuck. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't re- yeah, you're right. I was muted. I'm sorry. Okay. No. So what I, what I, what I'm, where I'm going with this, you know how Crowley changed strength to lust? Yeah. 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 Check out the etymology of, uh, and the, the meaning of, um, I don't know, would you pronounce it on? Even though, because I want to say ain, uh, but I'm not looking at the what's above the vav there. So yeah, that that changes the pronunciation of the aleph, so that it's not it's not ain, it's on. But I'm just I'm tripping out over like the idea that him changing that is actually relating that instead of him interpreting that pathway as the strengths of of Oz as seventy seven, and that. It's being that the that that arcana is then being equated with this definition of of strength because it's literally strength. Two is sexual potency. So if you are if you're on Wikipedia, you can click on the on where it says on a name in Genesis. Do you see that? I'm looking at where I'm, I'm it, right? on Wikipedia, and I'm looking at just the. Um, I, well, basically, what happened was I I, I copy pasted Olaf Vav Nun final, and mm. I I put that in a in a Google search, and it brought me to Wiktionary, and gotcha. so I'm looking at the etymology of the name. So the Wikipedia link I sent you for Jabuan, right? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. If you go to that and you, that thing where it said thought in older times to be named Osiris, blah blah blah, that one. Going back to it, um, usages. Oh wow, that's good. Okay, uh, yeah, just on. It says example. Yeah, just now. Hover for a second. It's bringing me to Heliopolis. Yeah, but we'll read read that. Read that out loud. Was a major city of ancient Egypt. It was the capital of, of the thirteenth, <gasps> or Heliopolite. You no? used the last sentence, last sentence. Of Lower Egypt and a major religious center. It is now located in Ain Shams, a northeastern suburb of Cairo. Right. So now, apparently, I didn't realize this, is that the... Um, but that's, the, that's the 13th pathway. Yeah. That I'm referring to right now yeah, with this word. So, um... They're saying, um, so uh, then I'm looking at the uh, Heliopolis. Below, by the way, when I say 13. Anyway, sorry, go on. I didn't realize. Um, so we always say it's City of the Sun, but it was apparently also referred to as the Pillars. So in, in Egyptian, Heliopolis was the Pillars. In Greek, it's City of the Sun. No uh, fucking way, because Leo rules that arcana, yeah. which is the Sun. So, and then if you look at Ein Shams, versus it's now located in Ein Shams, Ein Shams, the name means Eye of the Sun in Arabic. Um, oh my God, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Holy shit. That's crazy. Is that what's going on? So what's the gematria of this? It's weird to look at because it reminds me of, of Ein Sof. Um... Oh, Aleph, okay, so Aleph is one, Vav is six, Nun is is 50, I think. Is that right? 50? That's got to be right. Uh, what, what Nun, did you say? Nun is 50? It's Nun 50? It's weird trying to use sounds. Wikipedia for something like this without pulling out a book. Um, 
Uh, noon is 50. Yes, noon is, okay, I had to look it up. I had to look it up. Thank you, sir. Yeah. It's just out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. in the flow of that. Um, so what did I just say? The So the thing is, when you spell aim like that, the nun is a final. And so I had to look up what the gematrical value was of noon final, because even though noon is 50, the gematrical value of noon final is uh, 700. And that makes this word equal 707. Mm, okay. 707. Um, I don't know why. Oh, here it is. So when you put into, I usually use um, Bill Heydrich. Um, his website for Gamatric is so extensive and straightforward. Um, it has a, it comes up with 707. The only other, well, no, I shouldn't say that. It's not the only. The final. It doesn't actually give it a definition for some reason. It's just included in a string of, of letter combinations that equals 707. It's like they didn't they didn't take aim to mean anything in Hebrew. I need to look it up in the Hebrew dictionary. I should go do that. Um, but it also means her Sabbath, Shivata. Because if you are you there? I'm here. Okay, yeah. So if you add if you add a hey to Shabbat, which is Sabbath, you get her Sabbath because the hey is feminine. Got you. Okay. That's actually the only word with a definition that they actually give on in this site, which makes me really want to go and look up the word in a Hebrew dictionary because maybe it's taking a liberty for it to mean strength. Like it's weird, but isn't it interesting that the word the 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 word that I'm equating with the arcana of Tet, which is strength, the value. Of Oz, which is strength in Hebrew, is 77. The gematria mm -hmm. of this word is 707. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, whatever, so this, I don't know if you saw what I put here, is that um, according to the Reverend Canon Richard Tideman, an address to the Supreme Grand Chapter of England on November 13th, 1985, just right around uh, Back to the Future, November 13th, 1985, the word is a compound of three Hebrew terms, and he says on is strength, but it should be Oz is strength. Well, you right? can have all sorts okay. of words that have the same, that have synonyms. Sure, um, okay, sure. But, so, but uh, the thing that's interesting about this one is that it also says sexual potency. Ah, okay. Lust. So what I'm looking at right now is like you have what the pathway is, but what's the substitute that's being related to in its place. And this is, this is where we see, you know, beyond the obvious false gods that we can point to. This is at least like in terms of that placement of what, what's being as Shakina is in exile, what is the placeholder? And that's what I'm extra. I feel like we're on one right now. This is a, this is a really interesting rabbit hole here, but I want to run into the other room and grab my Hebrew dictionary and bring it back. Yeah, so go right ahead. I can go look right this ahead. up while I'm talking to you. So it'll take me a minute. Yeah. I am totally going to get Baruch's feedback on this one too. 
I spoke to him uh, fairly recently, by the way. Nice. Um, it was really nice to talk to him. Um, let's see. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, you're, you probably did what I did. I just went to Google Translate. And this comes up as potency. So I see that, okay, where it's saying strength, but but this is translating as potency. There's potency, but there's also a place where it said specifically sexual potency that I came across. Interesting, okay. So that, it also kind of ties in with, like, eyes wide shut, you know? How? How? How, yeah. I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to see what, 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 what do you mean explicitly by that? I can do uh, six degrees of, you know, nine eleven. Tell me, uh, tell me your six degrees of what you think I'm saying, and I'll tell you if you're if you're correct or not. Um, gosh, okay. Um, sexual potency. So you have her dream where she's like uh, sees right. The, the this is the deleted scene dream of her uh, seeing him. Oh, if you actually have you actually read the original dream in the original uh, script before they changed it. Oh, I feel like we we found uh, we've we've gone over this like a while ago, so it's not it's not my recent memory, but this is yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's we've... very biblical. Oh, it's super biblical. Yeah, he gets crucified. Bill he gets, gets crucified yeah. in her vision originally. But yeah, and it's not like cru- not even crucified like in a modern context. I think it is like a biblical era scene. Um, so it's like even more explicit than that, if if I recall. Um, but then there's the like whole uh, all the the nine eleven correlations to eyes wide shut. There's the fact that um, okay, so you, I think you and I talked about this maybe also last time. July sixteenth is like the day of the Trinity explosion. It's the day of the um, Apollo eleven moon launch. It's also the day that Eyes Wide Shut is released. Uh, and it's the day that um, JFK Jr. dies, right? Right. And it's the day that we infiltrated Bohemian Grove a, a year later, yeah. Yeah. So it's like um, there's sort of this. Did you say that in the, in the mix? Am I just repeating you? No, no, no. I, I'm saying I think we discussed this on our last time we spoke. I'm just, I'm having a. I'm having a meltdown right now. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get because it. Because I'm looking at I'm looking at Ain. I found it in the Hebrew dictionary. Uh-huh. And what it says. Okay, here, let me start at the top. Oh, wait a minute. Where is the top? There's a lot of them. Okay, so the first one, Ain. One. Okay. Strength, power, potency, wealth, substance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh Ain, it's being presented in a there's other, um, it's not the, just a straightforward word, but it's a way that it's often used, but it's a helpless, powerless steps of strength. But I want to just find the ones that are just straight aim. Okay, the next one, aim is wickedness, evil, uh, iniquity, injustice, vanity, trouble, distress. Iniquity, injustice for all. Uh, idolatry. Mm, okay. Okay. Another aiming is ball of thread. Okay. And 
it appears that that's the last one. But holy fuck to wickedness, injustice, vanity, trouble, idolatry, and then uh, um, uh, strength, power, potency, wealth, and substance connected together. Wealth or idolatry. Imagine that. And the sun worship and all of that. If you say Ra in Hebrew, that's evil. Ra in Hebrew means evil. Really? Okay. So I thought, uh, oh no, okay. So is is this the power of Ra? Is that why Heliopolis? Uh, So yeah, I think in... If you look at the, it's interesting because this is, it doesn't directly translate from Hebrew, it looks like. But if you, when I was looking up, sorry, I'm going to find it again. Arabic. Uh, well, exactly. So this, if we again look at that, like Ein Shams, A-Y-N-S-H-A-M-S or A-I-N-S-H-A-M-S. Um, oh, there's a film. Interesting. Um it's the suburb of Cairo. The name means Eye of the Sun in Arabic, uh, referring to the fact that Ein Shams is built on top of the ancient city of Heliopolis, once the spiritual center of the ancient Egyptian sun worship. Um, uh, 10th century Jewish biblical commenter believed that Ein Shams was the location of the biblical Egyptian city of Ramses. Um, and then there's a film... 2007 film from once being the capital of Egypt during the pharaonic era and a sacred location marked by the visit of Jesus and the Virgin Mary uh, on Sham Ain Shams has become one of Cairo's poorest and most neglected neighborhoods through the eyes of Shams uh, 11 year old girl who lives in this neighborhood the film captures the sadness and magic that envelopes everyday life in Egypt in a series of heart-rending uh, uh, events. The diverse characters of the film showcase the intricacies of Egypt's political system and social structure and give a glimpse into the grievances of the Middle East region and the complex relationships of its nations. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So there's also now trending on Twitter is Pink Eye Pence and they're talking about Trump's, um, Trump's Pence's bloodshot eye during this there's all these screenshots of his eye during the debate he's got this one like totally bloodshot eye but like we're discussing the eye of Raw at the moment yeah 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 and we came there through Baphomet with the with the fly yeah so Oh, not Baphomet, excuse me. Uh, Beelzebub. Beelzebub. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But, you know, I'm sure you've seen, like, do you remember, like, uh, there's been this, it's part of the sort of, like, uh, adrenochrome conspiracy, like, we've seen, like, oh, here's um, all these different politicians with, like, black eyes and stuff. Right, right. Yeah, totally. Um. It's just interest. It's just really interesting that, like, yeah, <laughs> like that's that's literally what is trending right now. Yeah, 
Uh, I just I just happened to look at Twitter and it's just like two hundred and fifty thousand tweets about pink pink eyes. I don't know, like pre- pretty fly for a white guy. Insect yeah. on Mike Pence's head suggests yeah, you know, upstage as vice president. It's funny too that you got like a vice president. I mean, this has happened before, but you got trending with flies. What got the flies is while well, we're talking about fucking Lord of the Flies. Flies is trending on Twitter. Sorry. Did you ever watch Christian Bale, Baal in Christian uh, Baal. in Vice? In Vice, no. The film Vice. So he did an, an, a stellar, insanely good job of portraying Dick Cheney. And when he accepted uh-huh, uh-huh. when he accepted the award for it, he thanked Satan for helping him <laughs> with the part to play oh, Cheney. You know, okay. and uh, uh, where am I going with this? Um, so you have a vice president de- debating the potential vice president, where we have a it was happened before, but we have a vice president running for the last vice president running for office, there is really a vice fixation happening here. And have you have you noticed? I, I think I I may have told you this, but the I can't help it. Like, I hated it when people called Kamala Harris uh, camel. Because to me, it sounds super fucking, you know, racist and stupid. But Joe Camel, really? Gimel. Well, yeah, we discussed this last time. And that the, 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 there's also the, the uh, P-boy statue on his leg. The logo, right? The logo for Cam. Well, this we literally talked about this last time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, last time, thank you. But, but stay on. So, yeah. Just to say, we, you and I discussed this last time. But I actually went and did a little more research, and I will show you something else you might find interesting as a follow up. <laughs> just a little follow up to this conversation. So right. you're absolutely right. You have. Camel with Joe. Then you have the little, um, and then in that logo, you have the um, the statue of the little boy peeing. And there's the whole thing with Donald Trump's pee tape or whatever, right? So you and I talked to this idea of, um, oh, you literally have all three of these people present in this logo, right? Joe, Camel, and then the the pee boy. Well, sorry, I'm trying to find this. There we go. Boom. There we go. What else is in that logo? There's a man, but there's a lion? Lion circled in red. I can't see it. Uh, hold on, I actually. I have a pack. Here, hold on a second. <laughs> uh, I got a pack in front of me. I'm... I've never seen a lion in it. Is there a lion? I could see the lion. It's like, imagine like the lion sort of like grasp, like almost like if it was like attacking the camel. I absolutely see that. I totally see that. Is that a thing that is acknowledged by the artist? Because I know that the artist has acknowledged the peen boy. Well, so, okay. So I have tried to do some research and it comes up on like all these sites, like, a, you know, Snopes, which is fucking like useless. But like Snopes says, this is just a conspiracy theory. Like even the peeing. Which, which part? Which part? Ev- everything. 
Oh no, that's not true. There, I've right. I've come across it before. The actual artist speaking to his own piece, and it's because this is the city that he's from is where the statue of this boy King comes from. So that's what I've. Uh, you and I remember the it's same thing. So that's why he's from Brussels, right? So what this image is pointing out, I found this image on like eggs.com or some shit. I don't know something like that. Was that the Belgium seal? So he's from. Belgium, where this statue is from, and the seal of Belgium is also a lion. So they're saying, hey, it makes sense if he's referencing this statue, he might also reference this lion. But this is the only place I've seen the lion being... If this, The lion was new to me. So the Flemish lion, did you look that up? Uh, no, I didn't go further than that. So... So my I, tr- I tried to find I tried like a bunch of different places to see what I can find uh, to verify. I know I'll, I'll give you sorry I'm gonna give you one more just quick piece of this puzzle uh, when I was trying to find this. So I looked up Kamala Harris camel and Jesus, where did I lose this? Sorry. Um. So I went to where is I was like, oh, okay, let's look up Mars Camel and what I what do I get? What do I see as an autocorrect? Do you see that? Hold on a second. Where am I? I'm, I don't want to lose you again. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Here. Randy Rainbow triumphantly parades as Camelot in honor of Kamala. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I wanted to look about camel, and the search terms come up with an autocorrect of, do you mean Camelot? And I'm like, why is, what's the search term for Camelot? Because apparently this... Camelot has camel right in it. <laughs> and and so apparently, so the we this is big, okay. So the guy, we, this is the significance, is that he comes from, he comes from Brussels, right? Yeah. Okay. And so you have the flag of, of Flanders um, is what that is what that's called, by the way, the Flemish lion image. OK, OK. And so it's a Flemish region in Belgium, which I guess that would that would be Brussels, even though it's not saying it here. It was saying it there. Am I correct? I think the idea is saying, hey, this. Statue... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The statue is from Belgium. This lion is from Belgium. Where's the... Where, where, where was I just looking at here? Thing there. Um, no, no, my Ain Shalms again. Oh, shit. I'm all over the place. I think I lost it. Whatever. Um, oh, it was on your page, maybe. Something you showed me. Yeah, the Belgium symbol. Brussels statue, Belgium. So, I'd have, we'd have to look up the artist again. So, um, camel uh, cigarettes... Um, artist, I bet it comes up. Clee uh, ad? I don't know if I'm getting that wrong. He was hired. Okay, I need to look at this. So, sorry. Well, while you're looking, I'm just going to tell uh, the yeah. audience here, or whoever's still listening to our fucking rambling shit here. Um, so I go to I go to Google, Kamala Harris, Camel. What comes up is I see this autocorrect for Camelot. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And I look it up, 
and there was on August seventeenth, uh, which is right around. Uh, I'd have to I'd have to pull up the exact day, but this is right around when she gets uh, the VP pick. Um, this guy does whose name is Randy Rainbow, which goes back to Shekinah and all that sort of stuff with the rainbow. Um, but this guy does this thing, Camelot, like K A M whatever, right? And he does this like Broadway parody of the Camelot song, but making it about Harris. But here's the deal. Not only is Camelot a reference to like Arthur and all the sort of like Golden Bough stuff that that would go to, the Broadway song, the Broadway Camelot that this is referencing was like apparently a big favorite of JFK's. And I've read, like, I've literally read that uh, Jackie Onassis saying that, like, a lot of times if JFK couldn't sleep, he'd put on the Camelot Broadway, like, record and he would listen to it if he couldn't sleep. And she said that there would be nights where she'd hear him play it, like, fucking 50 times, which is, I always thought was fascinating of, like, here's a guy who's almost like he he's... Uh, so associating with this iconography and then ends up like living out this the the archetypes explicitly uh but to say like he was already obsessed with it and then ends up living it is fascinating uh but it's not just referencing camelot with this harris thing from last month it's referencing the song even which is more almost more exact Anyway, you know, that's fascinating okay. to me. Um, what I'm tripping out on right now is, is a few things. But one of them is that you got Camelot. What's one of the first things you think of? I know what I think of is Nice of the Round Table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Am yeah, I right? Yeah. Am I right? Or, are you talking about uh, Monty Python? Or? <laughs> that too. But no, Nice of the Round Table in the first place. You know more about Camelot and all of that than, than I probably do, but... Uh, one of the things that I'm considering is, isn't it kind of interesting synchronistically that the pathway of Gimel, Gimel is where we get the English word camel um, from the letter Gimel, which when spelled out means camel, um, which is why if you look on uh, the uh, in Crowley's um, Thoth deck, you'll see um, Lady Harris has put in. Uh, Lady Frida Harris, am I tripping? I, I don't Lady know. Harris, yeah. I was smoking weed while you're talking, by the way, so it probably wasn't the best idea. <laughs> but anyway, that uh, you have the camel that's 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 pictured there for the for the uh, pictograph of of the of the letter, and that so that's G, and then you obviously we, we've discussed this in the last conversation, but for people who may not be familiar, it's pretty crucial context wise. So I kind of have to do the little walkthrough. So you have. Uh, you have the 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 vertical pathway, the spiritual pathway that connects the upper worlds from Keter to Teferet. To Teferet. That, that vertical pathway, meaning uh, meaning camel, uh, but then you also have that that's the root of our English letter G. And so if you were to look at the Masonic G and look at the square and the compass, you'd have the, the compass above would be belonging to Keter, uh, Bina, and Chochmah. Uh, and then you would have the the square below would be Gavora 
to ferret and um, and chesed. So uh, the intersection of heaven and earth connected through the vertical pathway, which we relate to as though it were a diagonal pathway, which demonstrates that the whole society, in a sense, is built on a lie, that there is this direct connection between the mind of God to the mind of humanity, but we relate to it as though it were another belonging to another order, which is the order we see we relate to in the lower worlds, we're projecting onto the our relationship to the upper worlds, which is the reason why the Catholic Church was able to justify the need for confession in the first place, which was basically the first jerk off booth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just saying. Okay, so the Reynolds Company commissioned Fred Otto uh Saddle, I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong, in nineteen thirteen to draw the original artwork. Uh, the signature seen on most camel cigarette packs shows a, a single uh, dromedary, the smallest yeah, the dromedary of, of, of the three species of camel, standing on desert sand with uh, pyramids and palm trees in the background. Uh, the back features... Uh, okay. On European and some other non-U.S. versions, the desert motifs have been replaced by health warnings, obviously. On others, Cleese Saddle included Mannequin Piss, a historical mm-hmm. figure of Brussels. Yes. So that's the pissing boy. Yes, that's the pissing boy. It's Whittle Pissing Man is what it translates. It's Dutch for Whittle Pissing Man. Right. Okay. And uh, so he's from Belgium. He's from Brussels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It says it pictures that. And Snopes denies it. I'm pretty sure. Wh- where are you reading this? Wikipedia. Gotcha. Um, gosh, this was Wikipedia a states it matter of factly, and then wow. fucking Wiki- and then Snopes is gonna. That's classic um, fucking bullshitting. Thing, uh, God, I don't know um, what I would have looked up. Camel. There we Your go. Uh, let's see. I found it. Snopes. Yeah, it says it is a legend. Blah. They classify it as a legend. That's so funny because when you, when you look at it, it's unmistakable. Oh, yeah. Somebody's like, oh, there it is. It's like the goddamn owl on the dollar bill. I experiment when I show that to people. You look up close if you get the magnifying glass, especially if you have somebody with glasses, you can kind of do it. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, you don't say, hey, look at the owl. I say, what do you see right there? And wait for them to say, an owl? Because... So, okay, so you know. this is interesting. They, and Snopes... Wow, this is so... Uh, Snopes is a fucking bullshit site. But um, they're saying... They make a reference that they have a quote from the current... Like the creator of Joe Camel, the car, the, the more cartoonic, the the like, more cartoonish one than we see in the in, happening in the uh, two recent debates. Well, no. Do you know the like uh, the the like um, humanoid camel with like yes. the sunglasses? Of course, that's that's Joe Camel. He was more well. He was better known than Mickey Mouse at one point in the yeah. late eighties. So. People would say his face looks like a penis, and Mike 
Salisbury. So Snopes has a quote with Mike Salisbury, the excuse creator. Me, I should of qualify that so people don't. It's excuse me. It's children was knew him better than knew Mickey Mouse. But I'm sorry. Yeah. Go on. Well, isn't that a gosh? What is that a scene from? Um, uh, Supersize me. Okay. Remember that movie Supersize Me? I saw it when it came out. Yeah. And he like shows kids pictures of like these like famous, whether it's like MLK and Jesus and all these people. Right. And he's just like Ronald McDonald. And they're like, Ronald McDonald, Grimace. That was was the American Cancer Society. Uh, Was it that? Cancer Society or Health? It was. I, I stole a pair of lungs from. I was loaned a pair of lungs and I kept them when I did a presentation at my school on uh, smoking and I showed how what they put in filtered cigarettes is the same stuff they put in diapers and what happens when you put water on it and open it up and why. And it's also an ultra slim fast. So like those kind of diet drinks that make you feel full and you're like, wow, how does it make me feel full? It's because the shit inside of them expands. So you have this crazy gelatin gets produced. Uh, but anyway, yeah, they told me that, that, uh, the um that Joe Camel was better known uh than Mickey Mouse, which even at the time felt symbolic to hear. So okay, so do you, can you send me the link that you're reading from? You said it's Wikipedia, but I just I want to look at the actual like source. You know, you can like see on Wikipedia, like you can track back, okay, this statement it might have a footnote to this source of a I'm looking at this is so no, I'm looking done. at it right now. It says on others, Clee Saddle included Mannequin Piss, a historical figure of Brussels. And so um oh wait a minute. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Uh because he's not from uh Brussels. He's from fucking Kentucky. <laughs> That's way off. So what was his rationale for including mannequin piss on the camel? Well, that's why I want to I go to, your, to the sources on that. I'm, look, I'm telling you what I'm looking at right now. I mean, I can well, no, tell you. Yeah, it's, just, I just, it's camel cigarette Wikipedia page. Gotcha. So, um, I think it's really weird that um, Snopes is talk talks about the original drawing but does not mention the artist does not anything right that's not helpful no how are you supposed to ver- verify something when they don't give you the the link that demonstrates what they're talking about you're just supposed to accept it okay so commissioned fred otto quisadle boom okay yeah known as fritz it's funny cuz i I told you I finished that um, that elaborate collage. I spent like fucking 50 hours. At first I spent 15 and I posted, oh, I just spent 15 hours on this. And then I fucking spent days on it afterwards. And uh, I finished it on Crumb's 77th birthday, not knowing it. That tripped me out. But anyway, yeah, known as Fritz, Clee Saddle was a highly sought after graphic designer living in Louisville, Kentucky. He was hired through his company, Clee Ad Art, to design the packaging of the new Camel Cigarettes line. Clee Ad Art was also integral in devising designs for Four Roses Distillery, Heaven Hill Distilleries, 
and uh, many other now immediately recognizable U.S. brands. While serving in the U.S. Army during World War One, Clisado worked as a camouflage artist, designing buildings, vehicles, mm. and other potential targets uh, by making them blend with their surroundings. So he, the, so the the guy who fucking <laughs> did the camel cigarettes was into fucking camouflage. Camouflage. Blend in with things. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we can apparently see a fucking lion and a little boy urinating on the fucking camel. If that's not camouflage, I mean, I, I it isn't really camouflage, but it does blend in. It almost looks like camouflage. Yeah, it really does. Okay. I only know one episode of Trackdown, and it's the one where the Trump guy comes to town. It's an old Western show, like kind of like Gunsmoke. Okay, okay. His name's Trump, and he uh, tells everybody that they need to build a wall, and he'll help them build a wall around their town uh, mm-hmm. to, protect, to protect them from meteor meteors that are going to come down and kill everybody unless if they unless if he helps them build a wall. But then he ends up giving them these little devices that aren't really a wall. They're just these little things that are supposed to help them, but it's all bullshit. And he basically takes the town. He steals from the town. And then fucking is just going to jam at the end. That's fascinating. Okay. You haven't seen this? No, no, no. Oh, my fucking God, dude. This is the... The thing I'm telling you about right now is the most incredible predictive thing on Donald Trump I've ever seen by far. Gotcha. Uh, the the only other thing would be uh, 1900, the last president, the book from the late 1800s. Uh, that the same guy who did Baron's Adventures Underground. Mm. Yeah, those I know about. Same writer did the last president. 1900, the last president. And it's not a kids thing. That's the weird thing. It's like the one is like a kids fairy tale type deal. And uh, dude, <laughs> this is. This is so fucking good that I would happily watch this with you right now. And then after that, we could we could call it a thing. But I'd like to talk with you while we watch it. it can we synchronize? Are we talking about watching the, the what is it called? The track down. Track down, yeah. Sorry, I, I, I will totally do that. I just want to say, sorry, while you've been talking, I've been trying to find, just to say, the... Uh, camel cigarettes thing so it does seem like Fred Otto Cleese saddle isn't has nothing to do with Belgium uh, I so, so that that at least does tr- track out that you know that that part is not true that part right. is uh, legend if you will um, does Snopes address the idea that no. some people think that no, as I'm saying, the Snopes article is garbage. It's just absolute. It doesn't even mention this artist. It doesn't oh. mention who the artist is. It doesn't say anything about it. it I do think that's, that's yeah. It just says people who think that are into like satanic conspiracies, and it's like it's literally just like a you know a, what do you call that? The guilt by association. No, like um, uh, it's a fallacy. It was one of the fall. Anyway. So, I can't find anything like that. However, the fact that this guy designed camouflage. 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 I mean, it's just so, like, the, the guy pissing, like, jumps out of that image to yeah. me. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's the, also the, the, the line. The line is a little more like uh, abstract. The guy pissing is just like no question. There's there's really no question to me. Like that is clear as day. Clear as day. Yeah. Um, but here's okay. So now I just found another. Um, this is the last thing I'm gonna I'm gonna show you, and then um, let's see. Um, can you see that image? Down, download. Try it. See if that worked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've seen this before. Yeah, this is really just like okay. I, highlight. The, I haven't seen it done with the lion though. Yeah. But that's where I saw the lion exactly. I saw yeah. its, the rest of its legs and everything like that. Yeah, I again, it's now. Little, the line's a little more abstract, but I think that's, yeah, I just think I it's really interesting. It my pack seconds ago, and I couldn't miss exactly what they're showing was exactly what I saw. Yeah. So just to, just to say, I do think that's pretty interesting, whether or not it's true or not. It's all pretty fascinating. I just wanted to sort of say, I do think Snope, what Snopes did is super sloppy, but I think there we're still in a sort of gray area about the truthfulness of this. Um, <clears throat> certainly the Brussels connection is bullshit. Um, so I'm glad we got to my... Are, do, you, are, do you have a way for me to find this track down? Yeah, YouTube. I sent it to you. It's above. Oh, in the Skype chat? Yeah. Oh, I see it. I do see it. <laughs> cool. Trust me, this will be worth it. And so yeah. um, we're going to we're gonna synchronize it up. So we're going to do a, a count like we did with Head, you know. Cool. All right. Um, sure. Because also I want to have the sound up because I want to be listening to it too. So we're going to have to synchronize our sound even. So it's at zero, zero for me. Is it? Are you at zero? I'm at zero, zero. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to do uh, on three? Uh, hold on. I have to read. I just enlarged the screen. It auto-played. Right. So hold on. Okay. Say when. Right, so it's on three. One, like one, two, go. Like that? On yeah. Three? All right. You count it. Okay. Uh, one, two, three. You get it? Mm-hmm. Okay, crescent moon target. So, is that say Tulpa Saloon? <laughs> yeah. Mm. That disappearing act. Yeah. Texas Rangers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there was a show called Walker, Texas Ranger. Talk Walker. Walker, Texas Ranger, yeah. Uh, and then Herbert Walker Bush. Oh, there you go. Tulpa, and it's so funny. I keep seeing Tulpa. Drive down. I bring you a message. A message few of you will be able to believe. A message of great importance. A message I alone was able to read in the fires of the universe. But be not afraid, my friends. I also bring you the means with which to save yourselves. Save us from what? From the end of the world, friend. Which I don't expect you to believe. But the rest of you, those who want to be alive tomorrow morning, I will tell you tonight. Remember that. Bring your friends here. I'll tell you tonight. 
so that you will be able to prepare. What are you selling, Mr. Snake Oil? The world will come to a flaming end at midnight tonight. Without my help and knowledge, every one of you will be dead. I bet it fits. Planning to remain in town for long? Well, I understand I have until midnight. And you heard. Yeah, I heard. Uh, your name is Trump? All right, Sheriff. How long are you going to put up with this? What do you mean? How long are you going to let this con man walk around town? Be careful, son. I can sue you. How about it, Sheriff? When are you going to put the lid on? What for? Well, stealing is stealing, whether you do it with a gun or a mouthful of mealy words. I don't intend to sit here and be insulted, Sheriff. If your people don't want my help, I can go elsewhere. Wait a minute, Mr. Trump. He don't talk for the rest of us. Since the Sheriff wouldn't stop Trump, Hobie had to find somebody who would. Sheriff Chet Farrow was the gun law and helper, and Judge Clement was the book law. Are you here about Trump? Yes, sir. What are you going to do about him? What do you want me to do? Stop him. From what? From taking the town. Can you prove that that's what he has in mind? Well, it's obvious. <laughs> but can you prove it? In order to arrest him, the sheriff has to have a charge. And Trump hasn't given him a thing to go on. Well, there's got to be some way to stop him. Well, if there is, I don't know it. Uh, it's a funny thing. Sir? When we were kids, we were all afraid of the dark. And we grew up, and we weren't afraid anymore, but... It's funny how a big lie can make us all kids again. Hobie had checked the town. The people were ready to believe. Like sheep, they ran toward the slaughterhouse. And waiting for them was the high priest of fraud. I am the only one. Just me. I can build a wall around your homes that nothing will penetrate. What do we do? How do we save ourselves? You ask, how do you build that wall? You ask... And I'm here to tell you. You're a liar, Trump. There's not going to be any rain of fire. Can you deny the meteorites will come? Can you deny the comet? Well, it's not going to happen the way you say it is. Aren't you going to stay for the fireworks? Huh? Looks like you're going to go before everything's done. I've done all I can for Talpa. Figure it's time for me to be moving on. Well, I think you ought to wait. Where you and I disagree. You're under arrest, Trump. What charge? Well, you write it any way you like. Grand theft, fraud, I think a jury will find it stealing. Carousels are interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very interesting. It's Donald. Did you catch that? So the first name in the credits... Oh, so oh, uh, Donald McDougal. Oh, the direct directed by Donald, yeah. McDougal was directed so, by okay. by Donald. John Robinson. What was the name of the guy who did proofs of a conspiracy from 1778? Sorry, say again. The guy who did the book Proofs of a Conspiracy, uh, which is its abbreviated name, um, the book that had the Weisenhop letters. I thought that, that was the same name. Whatever. Anyway, what I'm curious of now is I, I want to really quickly see if I can find the date that he gives. Yeah, that's that's what 
it was no like November sixteenth. Was it November sixteenth? Let's see. I think it goes to the judge. The judge? I thought it was Trump who said it. This day, November will be when he tells him it will be the end of the world. Yeah. Name is Trump. I want to do some check out those letters. Sorry to go through this again. I just I know it was this scene. No, it was early in it. November fourteenth. November. You found it. Yeah, November fourteenth. Okay, where does he? Where is that? What's the time? What's What's that? What's the time in the video where he says it? I'm just. Oh, okay. Five oh four. Well, that was afterwards. So right before before five. Tonight, November fourteenth. Okay, so I did find if you go back to Jabuan. Says, according to the Reverend Canon Richard Tideman, in address to the Supreme Grand Chapter of England on 13th November 1985, the blah blah blah. 13th so of November 1985. I'm looking at it in front of me. Yeah. So that's why I was like, oh shit. I was like, that that date sounds like something. No, we that's the about. next day. Yeah. So, so the world doesn't end. We get to make it to Jabalon Day. Right. Wasn't that great, though? That was great. That was really great. <clears throat> and then there's, like, the girl at the end. I only had one problem, and that's that if it was true... He, he used, even though they're parasols, he describes it as a wall. Yeah, he describes a parasol as a wall. I can't, no. I can't breathe. That's crazy. And uh, all the, like... You know, sort of umbrella. I don't know how much of the um, protests you sort of uh, either involved or like observed, um, but the umbrellas have been a big thing all year. So, like, um, both in the actual protests, umbrellas were being used against tear gas. That's right. right? Uh, then you have the, I don't know if you're aware of like the, um, it was this idea that like there was this logo of this uh, Shanghai research facility that was like people said this is where coronavirus came from. Uh, it was not actually from Wuhan province, but people said it was and it had the same logo as this like uh, Resident Evil or some, like, oh, some sure, video sure. game. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. And that the that is the Umbrella Corporation. That's is, right. So it's the logo for the Umbrella Corporation. Uh, so that was another umbrella. And then you have, uh, at the beginning of the um, Black Lives Matter protests, uh, particularly the one, uh, like, day one or two around George Floyd, um, there was this, people kept showing this guy, it was like a white man with an umbrella who was breaking out the windows of this, uh, like, Auto body shop. That was the first real act of vandalism that I'd seen in relationship to that. Correct. With that act. And then that guy was totally caught red handed being a fucking cop. Right. And everyone referred to him basically as like the guy with the umbrella. That's right. right. They did. So it was like the the umbrella man, the umbrella corporation. The the, um, the first thing I think when I think umbrella, though, beyond something to use to protect from the rain is uh, the idea of uh, umbrella pro- projects. 
So like in MK Ultra, you had many what are called umbrella projects. So you have, you know, different sub uh, things that people were doing. Like they, they say um, that A Course in Miracles even came out of an umbrella project of MK Ultra. It was a professor at Berkeley. Um, I actually, uh, she, this woman was uh, a close friend and fellow professor at Berkeley uh, of the woman who channeled A Course in Miracles. Is that was, Mary Baker Eddy? No, that was uh, Science um, and Health. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you're right. You're which right. people said that she didn't really write it, and I, I don't feel like she did. Because if you look at her other writing, it's, there's no – it's a whole world apart. Yeah, uh, no, you're right, though. I was like, okay, so who's – right, right, right. Okay, so not, not um, so, Christian anyway, Science, yeah, that, Course in that, Miracles. Yeah, of Course in Miracles. But it's not necessarily – not everything's always nefarious. But anyway, right. the, all I'm saying is when I think Umbrella, I think Umbrella Projects as well. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Um, what else? Um, there's another one. Um, oh, um, we started this conversation with Guava Island, Rihanna's song. She didn't have a song in Guava Island. No, no. Doesn't Rihanna have like a famous song called Umbrella? Rihanna has that was her. Yeah, that's her. Rilla, Ella. Uh huh. Yeah, Ella. And I always tripped out on that being for L. Yeah, for Ella. You know, so the way that it's pronounced in the song. And right now, I happen to be looking again at the examples of interpretations based on the syllables of y- y- uh, of ya. But yaw is really, coming I mean, down like the Dow Jones, <laughs> right? But it's just, just it's strange because you have owner or husband is also lord, so but all can actually mean husband. This is why I was tripping out. I was looking at this and I was like eyes wide shut, like the three parts of it, because um, you have the um, yud hey, but the yud hey is the is the you know masculine and the feminine. The two letters for such. That's why you know. I'm just. I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm tripping out on it. <laughs> no, no, no. That's great. Um. Yeah. No clouds in my stones. Let it rain. I hydroplane in the bank. Coming down with the Dow Jones. This. That's like this whole episode we just watched. The stones falling down in the bank. That's the lyrics to Umbrella by Rihanna. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if she says Little Miss Sunshine in this song. She does? Yeah, little, apparently. Little, little Miss Sunshine had the whole, uh, well, first of all, there's the, the kid reading Thus Spake Zarathustra, who's silent, he won't speak. And then the... Oh, Horace uh, the Younger? And then when he gets her to, like, roar, to be like a lion, there's the, like, lion, the, the beast scene. Do you know what I'm talking about? So mm-hmm. Alan Arkin with the little girl, and he's all teaching her to roar. Wasn't that Crow? His, his name was Little Miss Sunshine? Yeah. He said in court, just call me Little Sunshine. That's the context. That's why it's interesting. So Alan Arkin is also AA. <laughs> Alan Arkin actually watched Amy do karaoke once on Maui and gave her a standing ovation. Um uh, but anyway, yeah, he does the roar, the the roar thing, and there's a whole there's 
the uh, the Volkswagen where you're like, okay, yellow Volkswagen with the VVV, vav vav vav. Always have it that it doesn't have a, that the that's not running, but that they're pushing it along and keep it going despite it not running. That seems very symbolic to me. Hmm. Gosh, I haven't, I haven't thought about that movie in a long time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And that that also has does that also have the um the little girls uh we were talking about the like pageants and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. About, like it's applicable. And you know, at the time when that came out, oh my god whole different world we were living in then yeah in terms of people's reaction to that because that was outrageous it was so over the top and it was grandpa and you're like well it's grandpa it's kind of like they got they used the the archie bunker technique which is also the eric cartman technique i don't know mm-hmm. if you saw the new south park did you see the new south Park? no did you watch i was i was i almost uh there's like the special pandemic special yeah I had to watch it more How than once. I had to show it to other people. But uh, yeah, pandemic yeah. special was was pretty awesome. I gotta say, they're like Anything the only you... Trey Parker and Matt Stone are the only people that I don't mean, mind being spoken to. Like I'm a I'm a third grader, you know. Are there any highlights you would you would mention from it? Uh, no, you'd have to just you'd have to watch it. It's basically. Uh, if, unless if we can find some crazy thing to do with the pangolin. You got anything about pangolins? Um, no, I don't think so. What's the what's the root of, of pangolin? Word meaning. Okay. What does pangolin mean? Uh, uh, one who rolls up, equivalent to paying attention prefix, going, uh, roll roll up or around, so-called from its habit of curling into a ball when threatened. I thought it was funny that, that the other meaning of, of on like that was a uh, ball of yarn. Because first thing I think of besides a ball of yarn with, with ball of yarn is if somebody's spinning a yarn, means they're lying. Mm-hmm, totally. It's giving me a yarn. I don't know. No, that's really interesting. Probably, um, what did you say? Oh, I don't know. It's probably late for you. Uh, it's not that bad. It's really not that bad. Good. Um, no, I'm sorry. I, I'm just trying to keep, like, in my head. I feel like we've discussed, like, so many things that, like, overlap in my mind that I'm trying to figure out, like, Every time you say something, I'm like, wait a second, where were we like 20 minutes ago? I feel like that was relevant. <laughs> yeah, there's something you extremely said- relevant. There's some huge takeaways from this conversation. Um, for me, one is is the idea of of on as uh, as strength, basically being a stand-in for um, for Oz, because. Oz isn't the name of the, the that pathway is Tet, you know. Why, why Oz? Because that's strength. But this has just as much validity of being strength. So it would make sense in Crowley's kind of twisting things around that he's attributing it to this. 
because that might be indicative of not his own thinking necessarily, but the mystery schools that he's been privy to their understandings, you know, or their takes. But yeah, I mean, it's Wiktionary that says sexual potency. I'm right. saying that because he changed it to lust, you know. Oh, and the totally. idea of the, the Scarlet Woman as the stand-in is just so so plain, you know. Well, so so just to say that Heliopolis, like the original Egyptian name for Heliopolis, meant the pillars. Go, I know that, and Shane's maybe it's the last one before that. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you see? I see, I see, City of the Sun. That's the Greek meaning. Um, it's further down. Names, City of the Sun. Um, the pillars. I see it. Its its native name was. I don't know how to say that. Is that even an I? Uh, I W N W. His exact pronunciation is uncertain because ancient Egyptian recorded only uh, uh, consonantal values, consonants. Uh, its traditional Egyptological transcription is Lunu, but it appears in Biblical Hebrew as it's on there, but without a vav in, in it. Oh, it also oh. has a vav. It has. Oh, so Heliopolis becomes Baalbek. Heliopolis changes. This is crazy. Its, so changes its name to Baalbek, literally right, so, like the city of Baal. Real. So oh, this is funny. Because when you look at the Heliopolis, you're like, that's the Greek. Mm-hmm, exactly. So, so the Greek is city. If you want to know the native name, it's literally the pillars. That's what, I, yeah, that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's, and then that, that is on strength. Yeah. You've got yeah, to yeah. be fucking kidding me. That's unbelievable. So yeah. you have two diametrically different, d- distinct interpretations of what strength amounts to communicated through Oz and on and And it literally is the pillars because the pillars are literally established in strength. That's what Yaakin and Boaz means, but it's, it is Yaakin and Boaz, not Yaakin and on. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So, uh, huh. House of Ra. The city also appears in Old Kingdom Pyramid text as the House of Ra. Holy oh, shit. shit! I've never heard this. This is I. How did I never look up Heliopolis? Just Wikipedia, just basics of the name. Yeah, I am. Because it's not about Heliopolis. It's about on. Wow. So, um. So Horus is the risen sun god. Correct. Uh, and that you mentioned that this this young boy who doesn't speak, that's uh, Horus the younger is known as the boy who doesn't speak. Right. Uh, right. So Crowley's understanding of the eon, or at least what he relayed, was he believed that, from my understanding, from my recollection, it's that now we're in the time of, or at least it, at his time, he's speaking to Horus the Younger. The age of Horus the Younger moves into Horus the Elder. Mm-hmm. 
And that to me always seemed to be about like, okay, so this is a developmental stage where we're basically like children growing up. Yeah, I I would associate that with um. There's the idea was it Young who said, um, the the age of Pisces right is the two fish, and that the first half is you know that you have both the like the Christ and the Antichrist, and that like even though it's one age, the age of Pisces, the age of Pisces is sort of split in two. Each one, one, eight, one half for each fish. Right. So, would you say the same thing for Cancer and uh, Gemini? Definitely for Gemini. Cancer, I see what you mean by that with the like the iconography, but not so much with the. I don't. I don't know what the appropriate terms would be. Like the pictograph is a single crab, but the icon is that like six nine. I see what you mean by that, but. Um, right, but so so if you look at. Okay, no, Cancer would generally be the, would, would not generally, it would be the chariot. Um, I was thinking about the crustacean that appears in the moon card, and the moon is Pisces. But so, like, I don't know if you've ever seen this, probably have, but the overlay of when you, when you use 50-50 transparency with the moon card in Crowley's deck with the, um, the sun card. Oh, with the, the scarab holding the sun? Right. So you have this... Yes, it becomes yeah. that. So if you just overlay them straight forward, but what you what you get is the crustacean in the rider deck that would be in between the two pillars at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Okay? And so if you look at overlaying the sun card with the moon card, there's a zodiac on the sun card. And Cancer, as the crab, is at the bottom center. Mm-hmm. Okay, lands, I totally see what you mean by that. It lands where it would land if it was in the rider deck, and so and then you have the two um, pillars also in Crowley's deck in the Moon card, as I recall. I I totally I totally can picture what you mean by that. I need to I need to look at it myself. I don't know. Oh, my backspace isn't working because I'm trying to backspace on Hebrew. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah. Totally. There's a place called Baalbek in Indiana. Ba- Baalbek? So Baalbek is is what um Heliopolis becomes. Yeah, enlighten me cuz I'm not familiar I with I don't know. It. I'm trying I'm, I'm trying to my mind blown right now with stuff I, that are so I, basic I, that I should already I know, know. I know. I feel like we went we went back to fucking 2007 uh I just want to say that the first time I ever heard about this thing with these syllables, with however you pronounce it, Baal and Yah and and on, is it came from a man who, who, incredible person who used to have a fucking shit ton of money for doing huge paintings that went like inside of like large buildings, like at the base of skyscrapers inside you know you put them on the like up fucking stories you know and uh his wife was um uh she left him the day that they got married and said i'm gonna take you for everything you got she was she was uh native american side the point but she was and she uh basically took this position and the guy was so 
he couldn't believe it. He was so disillusioned that he told her, take it all. If that's what she, because he asked, he's like, so you don't love me. And she was like, nope, I want your money. And he was like, okay, have it all. And this guy went from that to being homeless. Now he has a home. I've seen him around town. I'll say peace to him with two fingers and he'll go peace back to me and then change it to one finger. So he's holding up one. (laughs) He's like two, one. And, uh, but his father was high up in the CIA and, uh, on his father's deathbed, this is long before, this is years ago. Uh, when he told me this, I was, I was in my early twenties and, uh, I, uh, his, his father told him on his death, on his deathbed that, um, that George Bush senior helped kill JFK and he told him this as George Sr. was being elected president while this guy was dying. So this guy was set up in Big Sur with a room overlooking the ocean while he was on his deathbed. And his son, who was the first person to tell me about this Masonic thing, um, about these three names, uh, he also told me that his father swore that the man who was being elected president helped kill, kill JFK, and that that's the reason why he was moved to the top of the CIA while he was, you know, he's t- said it's while he's dying. Um, but, uh, yeah, anyway, I don't know. I just wanted to drop that on you, because I haven't thought of this in years. Uh, it's come up a couple times, but I haven't gone into it. And uh, the only other time that I really went into it was when this guy told me that, and that was, like, in my 20s, you know. Um so yeah, that's tr- that's trippy. Anyway, I'm sorry. You were you were sa- saying something and I went down that's a hole. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just so there's there's Heliopolis, the Egyptian Heliopolis, and then there's a place that's sometimes referred to as the Syrian Heliopolis. It was another city also called Heliopolis, but in Syria. And that that city was then had its name changed to Baalbek, which is literally like Baal, the same Lord Baal uh, Phoenician god that we've been talking about. Um, Yeah, but there's apparently two different cities. There's the Egyptian Heliopolis and Syrian Heliopolis, and Syrian Heliopolis is now Baalbek. um, Wow. So just to tie, tie it back, the, the reason why, so when he, when he told me about this, he showed me physically the lion's paw handshake for the first time. And he said, my mm. father taught me this handshake. And he said that these three names correspond to the, or that some, there's some relationship to the three fingers that are held on, on the pulse of each person. So you, when, you're, when you're gripping, you know, you wrap your other your power mm-hmm. fingers around and you hold those three fingers there and those fingers correspond to the bible verse all my heart all my mind and all my strength which is referenced in the wizard of oz with the um tin man needing a heart all my heart the scarecrow needing a brain all my mind and the lion needing courage aka strength and so then you have the mgm lion third roar all that stuff but what's What's fascinating here for me is I'm like tripping out on it. I'm like, okay, so you have this this handshake. Is this an example of the infiltration, so to speak, whatever, of um, societies within societies? So you have the the which really just kind of latch on to the other society. That's what we learn 
from what I was trying to remember before, I think it was John Robinson. I'm probably wrong now, but uh, the proofs of a conspiracy book from the late 1700s that George Washington commented on in relationship to the Illuminati. So the actual Illuminati from Bavaria that went to court and all of that. Um, I'm wondering if, if what we're looking at with this name is, is, is a, uh, basically a latching onto of this other intention where you say, all my heart, all my mind, all my strength gets turned into whatever this is. Yeah. But all on. Oh, I totally see what you mean by that. I could yeah, see that. Involved. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, each like of it, those things being a different component. Mm-hmm. Which then in turn gets projected into things like interpreting the Kabbalistic tree. Yeah. 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 So they're like, what is our, what is the strength of the kingdom, you know? And they're like, hey, on, that is the strength of the kingdom. Meanwhile, all the intentional people are like, no, fucking Yaakin and Boaz, different ideas of what strength amounts to. These are two different interpretations of strength. That's the literal distinction that you see in their meanings. Yeah, one is one is so that that lust or the like uh, sexual sort of potency, right? Versus the like. Um, Almost like brute force strength of uh, being able to to dominate something, right? Trump says we have to dominate the coronavirus. Right. It's this idea of dominating and control. And that's what we see reflected in in the, the relationship to that pathway itself here, which is the crux of the two pillars, because it's the uppermost pathway. It's the it's it's. Um, Philip Petit crossing the, the two towers, you know. Well, it's so funny you just say that because I just realized that I'm like, oh, this um, whole what is now being referred to as Flygate. I, I'm just again, I just sort of open my Internet browser back up and I just see flies, uh, Trump, uh, Pence and hashtag Flygate. Uh, again, but this and I was like, "Oh, hello, McFly!" Like Thank the whole you. right. What's up uh, with the wire? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, the you're fired thing from Back to oh, the Future sure. too. Yeah. So in in sorry, Cassandra, I I just I play the clip. It's in the first quarter of the movie. In the first quarter of the movie, I also run an experiment while I take uh, all three movies and I I I. I I did a thing. It's hard to explain, but the lightning lines up. So the lightning strike. So mm-hmm. I saw because you know how the the scene repeats, and so I see how it lands when you unify the two scenes and what transpires, and it's kind of interesting. Uh, and then there's another thing that happens with Back to the Future Three and Back to the Future One, where the the blast lines up with the um, when it's actually hard. It's crazy because it's it's the, the timing is actually the result from doing it aligning one they're both their endings together so it's where um in back to the future three when marty sneaks up at the beginning behind doc and doc turns around and goes wah and he freaks out because he thinks that he doesn't he's not supposed to be there yeah yeah yeah. and he falls backwards that aligns to when um michael j fox blasts the guitar uh amp out and he Uh, uh so those uh two blast backwards actually align uh, if you align them at their endings, the two films, uh, and then the the other two with uh, Back to the Future um, two and uh, and is it is it uh, three? I forget. Yeah, three with oh no, 
fuck, I'm all over the place. Anyway, it's hard to explain. Uh, the point of where I was going w- with that was I did that experiment, and then I basically just played that you're fired scene with uh, like an angel passing through my room, a segment of the song with th- that segment in the movie, because it's the now and then become entwined, playing games all in my mind uh, when the two uh, females meet each other. So like the two, I'm so stoned. <laughs> the two, uh, the same girl, what's her name? Marty's girlfriend. When oh, she, Jennifer meets Jennifer. Yeah. When Jennifer meets Jennifer, Jennifer and they pass out. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but in the, in sorry, Cassandra, I, I do the, um, I didn't actually play Donald Trump in that scene saying you're fired, but every fucking time I watched it, that's what I'm relating it to in the context of the larger film and where it goes. Uh, it just seems like the most obvious thing. If you watch that now, you just, how could you miss that? You're fi- It's ridiculous. Somebody pointed out, I think it was Brian Taylor, maybe, uh, the uh, Mexican beer, that it says that when he's being told he's fired at the bottom of the screen that he's looking at. Yes. Or that he dislikes Mexican beer. Is that what it says? Yeah, or dislikes Mexican food. Dislikes Mexican beer. And what's the first beer you think of when you think of Mexican beer besides uh, Dos Equis? Right. You know, Corona. Corona, Yeah, exactly. Of course. Right. Um, Did you catch... I just want to jump around for a second did you did you catch uh in guava island that red's mansion has that stone lion in front no you missed the big stone lion i guess i did yeah so when he drives up it's 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 large in the screen but it's only it's only there for you know a minute so um but uh yeah no it's it's there (laughs) but uh i don't know no, I mean, um, this is, it's just so, wait. It's crazy that they're like on a name in Genesis in the Bible, thought in older times to be the name of Osiris, but now known by Egyptologists to be the Hebrew form of the ancient Egyptian name of the city Heliopolis. But it says citation needed. There's no, there is no place citing that. Is that are we looking at bullshit? I've I've looked at now. I've looked at a few different sources already. Um, I I'm I'm just blown away. Sorry, I like I'm blown all, away too. All I'm seeing on social media is like I would a. It's just about this fly. It's just like there's no discussion about anything that they're talking about. Well, <laughs> I'm like no. Um, yeah, it's literally. Uh, holy shit. It's just like, I'm just seeing fly, fly. Um, okay, here's Pence has never let a woman finish. Fly. Um, here's something. Uh, Bill Klaus says, Joe is against marijuana. What the fuck? Nothing is more systematically racist. I guess they said they won't criminalize marijuana, which we already knew that. Here's another Fly. Uh, it says a picture of Ginsburg and it says I sent the fly um, okay here's someone saying v- the VP debate ended with we will decriminalize marijuana okay so I don't know who said that um, that feels like such a it's like dude it's like such children 
Zach Bauer. The, ma- the majority of, of people want something and just fucking let them have it. Jesus Christ, dude. We're like... Fly, fly. Always, I don't know. Fly, 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 fly. That is far out. It's all it's just all fly. And like the fact that we've been fucking talking about Lord of the Flies to start, I don't know. It's just right. so fucking weird. Right. Basil um, Bub. Maybe maybe there is a beast, maybe it's just us. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's just so fucking weird though. It's just so fucking weird. The time makes it all this all this sort of shit these days is like the, the symbolism is like just going crazy. Uh, but I didn't, as far as whatever, I, I'm curious what, who said what about marijuana legalization. I, I could, I'm be interested to look it up. Um, um, let's see. Paris, Pence. Okay. Uh, Harris says she'll that they want to decriminalize marijuana because I know I've seen Biden say he he did not want to, but now by uh, Harris is saying she does want to. Interesting. I bet Biden's like, "Hey, you didn't talk this over with me." No, I'm just kidding. Right. Probably not. No, you'll do what you need to do to cater to whatever you're catering to. Didn't she say that she smoked weed before? Wasn't that one of her one of her yeah. things? Yeah. At she's one also, point, she's also locked up a bunch of people for it. So. That's right. Duh. Yeah, she she said she smoked it, and she's also fucking arrested people for it. And I think when there was a thing, I feel like way uh, like a year ago, there was a thing where she was asked that how can you joke about smoking marijuana when you prosecuted for marijuana? And she like laughed it off and was like, oh, it was my job. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's funny." And it's like, "No, it's not funny, bitch." Right. Yeah, yeah. I think she's a total fucking cunt, but. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, it was it's funny to watch like Hunter S. Thompson running for sheriff, being like, most people want it. You know, you're you're making people into criminals when it's like most people, and it's like you know that's ridiculous. So, but that but my point is that was a long time ago, a long ass time ago. Give me a break. Why are we still? I feel like it's such a like the public being treated like such little ch- incapable children you know when you treat somebody like that they act like that um okay so sorry i'm sorry, i'm just reading so apparently pence did point out quote when you were district attorney in san francisco uh african-americans were 19 times more likely to be prosecuted for minor drug offensive than whites and hispanics um, when your attorney general of California increased reports disproportionate incarceration of blacks in California. Yeah, okay, yeah. So um cool, at least he pointed that out. Um Yeah, okay, it was Gabbard. It was okay, that was a thing where uh Okay, Biden differs with Harris in that he opposes legalizing marijuana but backs decriminalizing possession. Um, yeah, anyway, to me, it's a no-brainer. As you said, it's it just, it makes no sense. Like, I, I, I'm a, like, with all this stuff, like, you know, we could talk about, like, politics. 
that is the one that blows my mind the most in the sense that like i can't believe it's 2020 mm-hmm. and you know the democratic candidate is saying no i don't believe in legalizing marijuana like i thought that was such an obvious like just a gimme like right with the amount of states that have legalized it and right. that it's, it's been come it's so in your face now fuck you like it's become so normalized mm-hmm. in in within our life to within like you know like a sh- relatively short amount of time i am astounded that that's not like just an obvious like i'll be honest <laughs> when when the um primaries ended and it was down to just okay it's going to be trump versus biden and Biden said he didn't support marijuana legalization, and the mm-hmm. DNC said that that wouldn't be part of their platform when they voted on that and said, no, we're not going to support marijuana legalization. Yeah, yeah. My first thought was, oh, they're trying to lose. Right, right. That was like legitimately my first thought was like, oh, this is the Democratic yeah. Party yeah, trying about anymore. Yeah. as hard as they can to lose. Yeah. Words. So. Yeah, we're in this together. Yeah. That can be flipped, can it? That's just like we're stronger together. That was Hillary's thing. Stronger together. Now well, Trump, you, you put up the wall and you can't leave. We're all in this. Yeah. We're all in this prison together. And all the goddamn commercials that came out that all had the same soundtrack when the pandemic first started. And how quickly I'm like, my God, these people were on it to produce these commercials so fucking timely. Did you catch those? I don't watch television, but uh, I, I uh, got a, I got to see them all in a row. I posted. I don't know if you saw that. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. There was like a fucking shit ton of commercials from all kinds of different companies, car commercials all over the place that had the same music and they had the same slogans. And there were all these slogans. It was It was total classic PR. And it was like. You know the things like stronger inside or strong. Str- uh, we're 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 together, but a, well, a, apart. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Together apart, or together apart, and all that kind of stuff. But it was like they are all such a formula. Like it was a repeated cookie cutter formula, and there was a bunch of them that happened all at once, and it happened so timely and so quickly that it was. Ast- I was astounded by it. I was like, wow, you guys are just on this. It's like, how long does it take to produce a fucking commercial? Jesus Christ. Sure, yeah. And especially if you're not allowed to, like, go into a studio. Right, what the hell? You guys are, are coming with it. And so, yeah, no, it's just it's a, it's a strange thing, the, the, the play side of it. It feels like the birth of tragedy or something. Well, that Oh, that reminds me, that was... Um sort of that beginning of of guava island made me think of that sort of uh apollo dionysus oh sure it's just it's just like those uh that that sort of polarized like love and war um these these forces that they describe um i don't know and it's like you know it's the the party versus the control are we going to have a festival or are we going to be are we going to get to dance or are we going to have to work, you know? Right. And the power power corrupts. 
and people who are born into relative power don't generally don't have the depth needed to understand what's needed for the community to thrive. If somebody hasn't struggled to pay rent, it's doubtful they're going to understand the realities that people face trying to pay rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just speaking to Versailles, you know, is it, and the, you know, yeah. <laughs> you compare us to what France actually was at that time in terms of wealth distribution. They weren't anywhere near where we're at in terms of of um, disparaging <laughs> struggle. It's it's heavy. Yeah, it's yeah, really, but what really it fun. took for them to cut off the heads of the rulers were is less than what we're dealing with now. <laughs> they put up with less. Those French, they got a different word for everything. Well, uh, do you want to call this here? I'm gonna, f- I'm, I'm tapping out. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah.